Discuss movies that are either really, really good or really, really bad. Or both. Or both. I'm Allison Yakoulis here with Brian Bierman and uh, Thunder Bush. So this week we watched The Octagon. Sure did. Starring Chuck Norris. Starring. 1980. An hour and 44 minutes. Is it really? That's what it said. Yeah. Oh, it felt so much longer. <laughs> I didn't did not enjoy this movie. <laughs> uh, so I, we've. Allison and I, we've seen the movie before. It's not good, but it's fun. Yeah. Like, where? When is it fun? <laughs> it's almost fun. It's almost I, fun. I enjoy mocking it, and I enjoy how many, like, non-sequitur kind of things happen in it. Yeah. Which we'll probably talk more about, but, you know. There's a lot of them. Yeah, it's just, there's a lot of things that happen, and yet nothing happens in this movie. All right. It's very Seinfeld. It's a Seinfeld did an episode. The name of Seinfeld. Oh. Seinfeld did an episode about ninjas. Yeah. Mercenaries and ninjas. Okay, and vaguely international politics. Was it? Kind of. It's kind. Okay, that's a good place to start. Is it? Let's let's go around the horn. What would you say this movie is about? Ninjas. Ninjas? You gonna go with ninjas? And right. brotherhood. And <laughs> brotherhood. <laughs> Brian. You go first. <laughs> I mean, like, I took copious notes. Oh, me too. I'm still... So, the movie is... It is about Chuck Norris. Scott who, James. Scott James. Scott James. Who does yes. what? What's he do? We don't know. He's a martial artist, and yeah. I think there was, was also some reference to him doing something else on the West Killing Coast people. or something, but he was just in town for the expo. Like I, I was... Okay. You picked up this line of dialogue. There's a lot of dialogue in this movie. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. If we were to run this podcast the way the filmmakers ran Octagon... First yeah. of all, we would always immediate. There would be no, there would be no space. It would just immediately be more exposition, and there'd be so much. And I missed this thing about them being in town for the karate expo. I picked up on there being a karate expo because the, the character known as Sharky is wearing a button that says "Martial Arts Expo." It's yellow. It's very big. You can't miss it. It's in every one of Sharky's like three scenes. But I had no idea they were actually there for that. Because the movie... What's the opening of the movie? Uh, well, so the opening of the movie is uh, Chuck Norris's face in red and that weird, whispery, echoey voiceover. Oh my god, that the voiceover is, in this movie. The that you think is just going to be that scene, except yeah. then it keeps fucking happening. The voiceover in this movie is so... It's his inner monologue, which... It's not even narration. It's just his thoughts. Yes. It's There's no like, well, let me tell you a tale of ninjas and octagons. Also, the word octagon is never said in this movie at all. It almost has nothing to do with octagons. Almost. It's incredible. No, it's technically octagons. They just don't ever talk about it, and they're not a focal point, which makes me wonder why you would name your movie that. But they should have just called it, what's his name? Scott James. Scott James. They should have called it Scott James with Scott an exclamation James. point and underlined. Scott James, but yeah, Sakura's revenge or something. The, the the 
the inner monologue. It's it's whispered like this, this, with an echo, 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 and most of the time you can't understand what he's saying. So in case you didn't hear that, he was saying most of the time you can't understand what he's saying. It's worse which, than what I did because it's like artificial echo where every syllable is echoing. It's not just the end of a word. Yeah. It's terrible. It's incredibly hilarious it's kinda cool and distracting. At first, yeah, because you're like, that's weird. <laughs> but then it just keeps. Then he does it the whole movie. Does the whole movie because <laughs> let's say this. I think we're all in agreement. Chuck Norris is not an actor. He's not a good actor. He's not in an this actor. movie. This movie, yo. Well, that he emotes twice. We'll get there. Yeah, um, but yeah. So it opens with that weird voiceover right. about. But what's I the think real? He's... The real beginning is well, the baby and... carriage murder, right? Yes. Well, but so so it's that, and then I think they do the awesome. uh, the the title thing, which is the octagon with the O as an octagon, right? Which is one of the few times you'll see one in this movie. And then, yeah, it opens with an assassination where um, two, what appear to be women, uh, lose control of a baby carriage, and it crashes into a car that's backing out of a driveway. Point of order. Yes. I would argue one of them does not appear to be a woman. Well. One of them is clearly a man in, like, a lady's, you know, coat and hat. Well, surprise, it's a setup, and it really is a man in a coat and a hat. Coat and, hat. And then there's a, you know... The baby ba- carriage is full of guns. Yeah, baby it's carriage awesome. full of guns. Everybody else is full of temper paint. I mean, blood. Oh, yeah, it is. the it is. It's 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 very much that temper paint, like, just flat red. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's oh, really yeah. great. And, like, it's kind of... Because it's that fake, you know, fake blood, if it was realistic looking, it would kind of be, like, really gross and almost too gross for this movie. But because it's that flat fake blood it's great and you're like oh i'm i'm totally on board for this there's gonna be like murder nannies or whatever is going on here this yeah. is awesome and then it's not no yeah. then nothing happens and well, there's yeah. very little blood i think right off the bat you get like three four deaths oh yeah they kill and i have no idea who they killed it's it's um that okay it's uh justine's father Wait, and, really? That yeah. was that yes oh that and, happened a long time ago. no See, and movie... he was killed by that one girl's brother. Yeah, the dead girl's brother. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. There's a girl in this movie that dies. <laughs> oh, yeah, spoilers. This whole, Spoiler thing, this whole thing is going to be spoilers. The, like... I mean, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you don't want the octagon ruined, you can stop listening now. No, I don't think anyone cares. Um, but, yeah. There's um, nothing to ruin. There's so, very little. So it also kind of sounds like we're talking about a lot of characters out of turn. The thing is that the movie kind of does that, where... They will talk about somebody before showing you them, or they'll show you somebody and not name them for several scenes. Or so it's... there's again, there's so much, there's so much raw data in this movie that they don't give you the tools to have any idea of decoding. That like they show you stuff. There are people being trained to be ninjas. Uh, there are, like, there's all this talk of terrorists. Where the tools, where the tools, where the tools at? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, like I also said, they name people two, three scenes before they show up, and then when they actually show up, they're never named in that scene, so you just have to guess that's who it is. Like, oh, well, we never heard of, uh, or saw a hide nor hair of, uh, what was his name? Tibor. Tibor. hair. Of Tibor. And then, like, two scenes later, Chuck Norris is meeting with a furrier, and I'm like, well, this is, I guess that's Tibor. And sure enough, that's Tibor. But that's like an educated guess. 
Like, I have no idea who half the characters' names are in this film. Who cares? The female lead of the movie doesn't... I think she, her, her name is said once, and it is, like, more than halfway through the movie. More than halfway through her scenes in the movie. So, like, you say the female lead, but really, like, I don't think there's even a female character that's specifically yeah, there isn't a really lead. lead. You there's get three you women get, that he yeah. doesn't have sex with. Yeah, you, <laughs> you get three major... Well, well so, the way, the, kind of. the way like, he says that makes it sound like Chuck Norris is banging everybody in this movie, no, no, what no. he meant was Chuck there Norris are only, like, three women in this movie, and he kind of has a really neutered sex scene with one. Oh, it's not a sex scene. All right, well... It's implied. Yeah, yeah, it's the pre, it's the it's precursor the implication. to sex. They're going to have sex. They yeah. have sex when we cut away, but there's not even like a kiss in this movie. Yep. She, you see half a boob. Does he kiss the woman with beginning with thighs? I don't recall because I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we. Thanks. All right. We see baby carriage murder. Of it's just yeah. a rich guy. It's a rich guy in a car and his chauffeur and his like security agents or housekeepers or whatever gives a shit. Make it yeah, wasn't his yeah. wife in the car with him or something? I have no idea. I don't know who anyone is. Everyone yeah. had guns and everybody else died. Like nine out of the ten people in that scene died. Yeah. And one of them, I guess, was somebody's brother. It doesn't matter. No, yeah. it matters. So smash cuts to Chuck Norris at the opera. I thought we did ninja training and no. no. It is smash cut from Baby Carriage Murder to the opera. Oh, so was it but we, was it opening voiceover, then ninja training, then Baby Carriage Murder? I guess. We, we don't need to go beat by beat. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember when the first, it's not in my notes, when the first ninja school is. Okay. But. Because pretty early on they show everybody showing up at the compound yeah, yeah, for yeah. ninja school. But no, it's like smash cut. I, that was the first time I laughed at this. There's so many weird tonally indifferent smash cuts in this movie it's like hilarious mm -hmm. but yeah the first one is like it's a baby carriage murder it's your standard baby carriage murder run of the mill baby carriage murder and then the guy in drag gets shot in the back and then it, it seriously it's just like boom it's chuck norris's grinning face at like the opera but they don't say that it's the opera no. it's just it's not the opera crowd. it is it is a dance performance but we don't even that know apparently that. incorporated some martial arts in it i don't think it did because she straight up does not when he says so the one of the women that performs in this dance thing which uh, we don't well, see we just see everybody taking see a bow at the end yeah, we don't see any of it yeah uh chuck norris goes on a date with her and he compliments her saying i like the way you incorporated the martial arts into your dance routine or whatever and she straight up is like wait what happened <laughs> <laughs> Did I? Did that happen? And he's like, ha 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 ha, you have no personality. And I can't act. Yeah. It's terrible. So my my other favorite thing, so we find out later that her brother was one of the assassins. Yep. It totally happened. We're going to use the word terrorist because they use the word okay. terrorist. We find out later that her, her brother was one of the terrorists involved in the baby carriage murder. Yeah. Uh, probably the guy in drag. Because, be. yeah. Um, but so... That makes, I mean, that makes sense as to why that was included in the film, because otherwise I would have yeah. no idea. But, but okay. so, right after the recital, somebody at a newsstand is like, oh, did you hear, from, you know, the ambassador in France or whatever the hell got assassinated, and they think it was terrorists, and... And then he walks away, even yeah. though it's the guy who yeah. owns the, the papers. Yeah. <laughs> he he walks into, like, a hotel or something. He leaves his job. But so, but so, Scott, Chuck Norris, is talking to dancer girl... And hey. it, about it. And she's like, oh, is one of them American? And he goes, why yeah, would that, you? 
Yeah. You know, he's kind of like, what? And she goes, oh, some people tell me I'm a little psychic, <laughs> which, okay. So, I mean, like, oh. it turns out that it's just a cover because it, it was her brother and her she figured. But that's the thing. It's like, you know, they go out on this date and they go home to her place and Where, immediately. Spoilers, she is not psychic because yeah. she doesn't know. Everyone in her house is dead. Yeah, immediately. Everybody in her house is dead, and there are, like, five ninjas hiding in the dark. And, and this... she did not see that coming. Nope. But good old Chuck Norris gets that little echoey inner monologue thing of, oh, someone's here, here, immediately, here, here, Immediately upon entering a darkened house, he's like, someone's here. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's right, though. For, he's once, right. for once in the movie, it's almost like it's a spidey sense, you know, except that, that never happens again. You know, I'm going to say... Chuck Norris, bit of a Mary Sue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so oh, the there are like five ninjas in her house. Um, she gets fatally stabbed. This um, this begins, Chuck Norris fights. Oh, sorry. This begins a trend in this film of martial arts happening in poorly lit areas or rooms. True. Uh, True. And also another Chuck Norris back kicking someone through a wall. Or a door, but yeah. Well, it's two doors It's yeah. two doors and a burning wall. Three yes. doors down. Three doors down. Yeah. Yeah. He kicks three doors down. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, turned, he turned to the badly bleeding dancer and said, if I go crazy, will you call me Superman? Oh, With that exact emotional inflection, because Chuck Norris, that's his whole, he's a robot. Chuck Norris is yeah, a wait. kung fu robot. Wasn't her name like Nancy or something? I think he yells out her name. When... I don't think he yells until later well, on. Well, because he sees her stabbed, and but there's still one more ninja that then immediately, like, attacks him from behind, and then he back kicks the guy through a door while she falls down. To be fair, she would be alive if she listened to Chuck Norris. Yeah. He told her to stay put. Yeah. And she, it's only when she starts going upstairs for no reason, I guess to check on the family, because she doesn't know they're all dead in the room, because she's not psychic for real. Uh, he, she goes upstairs, and... On her way upstairs, a ninja comes down the stairs and stabs her, kind of, maybe. I mean, like, that's what happens, but you don't see it. She just sort of lays on the stairs, and then when she gets up, she has blood on her. So I thought it was a good stair fall. I kind of enjoyed that. Her fall? Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, she kind of goes, like, ragdoll but backwards. But my point is, good. I didn't see her get stabbed. I thought she just laid down um, out of, like, sheer terror. No, I mean, they do sort of, like, a stab motion, yeah, but you don't get, like, a close-up or anything. And then later, when the ninja comes around the staircase, you see that his knife has blood on it. Yeah, but that's what and I mean. And then like, she's I all, like, yeah, and she blood has on her blood. hands and stuff. She yeah. has blood on her hands and her abdomen. But what I'm saying is, I'm not saying I don't think she was stabbed in the world of the <laughs> film. I'm saying they don't show you her get stabbed. She just goes, oh, a ninja, and sort of falls on the stairs. No, he does a, a thrust motion with his hand. Maybe you're right. You did pick up on uh, the karate tournament or whatever. It really sucks, dog. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, yeah, Chuck Norris turns on the lights because they had turned off the fuse box or whatever. And so all the lights come on and there's like, you know, four other people that were members of the house that are dead around Straight the room. Straight out murders. Yeah. Super dead. And they were definitely not in any of the shots previously. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't care how many lights you don't turn on, you would have seen these people. It's a very small set. Well, and they're fighting all over the room, yeah. so, like, you would have tripped over a corpse yeah, or two. Yeah, you would have stepped on... Yeah. Somebody would have slid in some blood or whatever, because they all the ninjas have knives. I just want to point out now that... Uh, we'll call her Nancy, because you said that may or may not I don't... Name. I have no idea. That's why we're just going to go with Nancy. Okay. So, we'll call her Nancy. Now that she's dead, I want to go back to her introduction 
where Chuck Norris's best friend in the film, AJ, AJ, who is a dick, um, and he is just he's more trouble he's worth. But AJ introduces her by saying she's pretty, but not too pretty. <laughs> and I was like, is this the like the female lead of the movie? Is that how we're introducing our female lead? More the fool me. Yeah. Uh, because don't worry, she's pretty, but not too pretty to survive this movie. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she gets murdered almost immediately. And the reason this matters at all is... Um, it does. But Chuck Norris sees a ninja throwing star embedded in the door. Oh, in her house after he yeah. turns the lights on. On the crime scene, the murder scene. Yes. The multiple murder scene. Mm-hmm. Because the ninjas killed four people now, and Chuck Norris definitely killed like five ninjas. So he calls the police, and he looks up, and there's a ninja star embedded in the door. And... He is in her echoey inner, inner monologue. is all about uh, uh, ninjas. Oh, I can't possibly. They don't exist anymore. Ooh, ooh, backstory. Uh, and that 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 prompts Chuck Norris to get way too involved in mercenaries and ninjas and terrorists, which is all what this movie is about. But they're all really interchangeable and confusingly ill-defined. Another another great smash cut comes right after this. Um, so they get back to they get back to the hotel and uh, the, the concierge is like, uh, your name? And he says, Scott James. Smash cut to the bad guys having a meeting out front of a bonfire. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what they talked about because it's literally like a 10 second cut to them being like, yes, ninja business, ninja things. And then they cut right back. Well, I think also... Around this time is when they show you some of, like, the ninja training sequences. Yeah, this is, we, somewhere in here is where you get ninja school. Yeah. And which, it's, uh, it's, like, four ninjas, four legit ninjas, and then a bunch of, like, people in camo-type, like, desert fatigues. Legit ninjas, dude. Yeah. Okay, so the one we will find out is named, uh, what is it, Sakura? Yes. And he is... He's your big bad. He's your big bad. He is Chuck Norris's long-lost brother, kind of. Well, like, adopted brother, yeah, yeah. and there, it's a whole thing. There's some kind of shenanigans where they were both raised in the same dojo or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But there's his brother. Um, he but has... Not really? Well... Presumably not. I mean, they never talk about their parentage or whatever. They but never talk about anything. They never talk about anything. But they, Chuck they Norris is s- obviously Chuck Norris, and this guy is obviously Asian. Yeah, they make it seem like Chuck Norris was adopted or something. Well, I don't, is there any dialogue about that? I just thought it was uh, like, oh, you're my brother in, you know, like brother in arms kind of. You, we were no. raised in the same dojo and one of us is going no, to pretty... ascend to the throne of ninja I'm I'm pretty sure the guy that's training them is like legit Sakura's father, but that okay. also like he keeps saying like, you know, he's your brother too. So it makes it seem like they actually do have a familial connection. But yeah, I mean, so we get a couple of flashbacks with them. And, oh, no, you know. I just want to point, I just want to try and give the hierarchy of the ninja, Sakura, oh. Sakura's yeah. Bobo Ninja Dojo. Yeah. Bobo Ninja Dojo. <laughs> Bobo Ninja Dojo. Bobo Ninja Dojo. That's a t-shirt, our first t-shirt. That's our first t-shirt, boom. My goal with this podcast is one t-shirt per episode. And we're going to sell one t-shirt. We're going to sell exactly one. Um, if you would like a t-shirt, please contact an email that we have not yet decided on. Um, Insert email at here. Yoohoo.kerms. <laughs> but anyway. So, uh, we, so we Sakura see... is your big man. Yeah. There is um, his, like, 
number pit, two kind of pit boss guy mm-hmm. um who's another actual asian man um with like well i just want to point this out because again oh. he and he and chuck norris are supposed to be brothers and yeah. i wasn't sure if that was supposed to be real but um yeah he's an actual asian guy uh with like weird facial hair he's a little, mm-hmm. little stocky bald guy um who but, does like a lot of the training like he conducts classes yeah, that's like and he does i mean like he's the pit boss he's kind of the the drill instructor he's the sergeant yeah. slaughter of the uh-huh. there you go one of the greatest traitors in American um, history. Uh, you also have Sakura's, like, enforcer or something, like, I so guess. So this is the guy that I referred to as the dragon? Yeah. Yeah, in, so in, in screenwriting, like, in storytelling, this character would be called the dragon because he's basically your right-hand man, uh, video game terms, the mini-boss before your final boss. And, you know, most movies, he's way more challenging and then, you know, you kill the bad guy. Um... In this, he's kind of... I mean, he's just around. He looks cool, because he never, you know, reveals his face. He's always wearing, like, a whole uh, covered head face mask thing. He's a, nin- he's a ninja. Yeah, yeah, he's really ninja. Like, so... super ninja. But my favorite thing is two things. One, he carries size, like, the best Ninja Turtle, Raphael. And he hisses at people. <laughs> like, the whole time. Every time he's, like, fighting somebody, he's just like... So... Apparently, the it's character's good. name, which is never spoken, never is, once. is Kyo. Good. And so. it was played by Richard Norton. Or Richard Norris, sorry. Chuck Norris's son. brother. Oh, brother? Yeah, no. Okay. His, his son is his also son, in this movie son, playing him as an 18 year old. Oh, no, it turns out I screwed up. It is actually Richard Norton. He's a friend of Chuck Norris. But I had seen somewhere that he's got a. that Chuck's got another relative in this or something just wanted to clarify that so my bad that was incorrect it's, it's that fine. he's a friend not a actual sibling she, that's she, uh michael i think doesn't matter chuck norris's kid but yeah there's flashbacks to uh chuck norris and um sakura as children and then as like teens and when it's them as teens uh chuck norris is what's this scott james scott james is played by chuck norris's actual son which is kind of cool i mean that's all right it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Um, but okay, so Kyo, yeah, never named. To the point where when things started to get, like, serious and Kyo was, like, going to kick people's asses and stuff, I was like, this guy's supposed to be imposing. Like, they've never, there's been no attention paid to that. But also, yeah, so during the training sequences, uh, they definitely attack fruit, which is definitely great. Because um, oh, yeah. it's kind of what you want. Is well, the and also, stabbing cantaloupes. Yeah, also, you said it. 1980, the Octagon invented Fruit Ninja. People I bet still I, caught those watermelons. I bet Chuck Norris gets residuals. I doubt it. <laughs> he didn't come up with it. He, he definitely did. No, he didn't. He was like, hi, I have an idea for a mobile game. And somebody was like, what the fuck is that? This is 1980. And he was like, trust me, you'll want to to know about it. They kicked the guy in the mouth. Yeah, yeah then he back kicked him through a door. <laughs> All right. Dumb movie. Lee Van Cleef. Yeah. Lee Van Cleef shows up to act because AJ's trying. Because we did not have a lot of that for there's... everybody else in this movie. No, there's some somebody good... had to carry the weight. <laughs> there are some good character actors in this, but none of the leads are any good. Like Chuck Norris is bad. All the female leads are pretty bad. They're not like awful, but they're pretty bad. Um, and then Lee Van Cleef shows up, and he's... Lee Van Cleef. He's great. Uh, Angel Eyes. Angel Eyes. Uh, or Hauk. 
in uh, Escape from New York. He is, I guess, a mercenary. His name is McCarn. And yeah, he like, or he's not a mercenary, but like he runs mercenaries. He's like a mercenary pimp. Yeah. He's yeah. pretty much just in this movie to give Chuck Norris a hard time about everything. Well, Chuck Norris is like, yeah. <laughs> and occasionally you know, it'd be like, you should check out this guy. He might be important. Well, Chuck Norris says to him like, oh, this woman was murdered and ninjas did it. And Lee Van Cleef is like, again, he reiterates the same thing. Like ninjas, that's impossible. They don't exist. They've been outlawed. People are 300 years. Did he say this 300 years? Someone says 300 years. This movie treats ninjas like like you could ninja. Well, first of all, yeah, when we get we will get there. Yeah. But Justine says the word ninja like ninja like multiple times. It's great. No one corrected her. But the the this movie talks about ninjas like it's werewolves or vampires or something. They're like, oh, that's a myth. Or rodents of unusual size. Yeah, it's 1980. Like everyone knows ninjas exist. It, whatever. It's so weird. It's such a weird... It's like this think, movie was inventing a universe with specific rules and mythology for ninja. Yeah, I mean, I think their point is that ninjas don't exist now. Like, it would be like, oh, I saw a knight on a horse. And you're like, no, nah, you fucking didn't. No, but that's not the reaction he has. Yeah. He goes like, oh, I swear to God, like, the same delivery, the same archetype characters and everything could just be like, vampires? Why we wiped those out 20 years ago. Yeah. I killed the king vampire, and there can be no vampires. Like, that's the way they treat ninjas in this. Like, no, no, we wiped out the last one. King ninja. King ninja. Yeah, it's really weird. It's a weird stance on ninjas. Especially coming from all these characters who are ostensibly mercenaries. It's like, all the a ninja, like, within the reality of this movie, ninjas are just mercenaries, but they just do karate instead of using guns or whatever. And some of them use guns. It, do, it, it doesn't matter. Chuck Norris meets Justine, who is the heiress to the guy we saw. Oh, like Henry baby. Candy Bar Fortune. <laughs> you know, Henry Candy Bar Fortune heiress. Yeah, now, Justine's related to... The man uh, we saw get baby character murdered. Yes. Um, yeah. He's, he's her father. She's very wealthy. Uh, she and Chuck Norris have, like, a little meet-cute where she's got car trouble, and you think maybe she's gonna drive off with his car, but she doesn't. But no, she but she does leave his with keys. his keys. Yeah. <laughs> which is apparently by accident, which ruins it. It should totally be on purpose. Yeah. Um, well, and that's the thing, is I think it might have actually been on purpose, because I think I she's think sort so. of trying to use her feminine wiles to get him involved. I, maybe, yeah, I but, don't know. Feminine wiles. But, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, at all. This movie sucked, man. <laughs> it's yeah. so boring. You're making it, we're all making it sound like it's not boring. <laughs> it's very boring. Well, um, okay, so uh, it boils down to the fact that this is supposed to be a karate movie, except that you get maybe, like, 15 minutes of karate and then hour an hour and a half of exposition yeah this is kind of the like karate kung fu movie version of like um like clear and present danger (laughs) movies like that where they're ostensibly like action movies but there's very little action like it's mostly intrigue and power moves like power plays there's not even any power plays in this well yeah there is because like uh, I keep forgetting his name. What's his name? Uh, Sakura. Sakura, like I guess, has reopened the ninja dojo after blankety blank, you know, years. Even though he wasn't supposed to be in charge of it or whatever the fuck we saw in that flashback. 
and he's now training people in the ways of ninja to be better uh to be better mercenaries and what's his name tibor the furrier is like the money man yep. paying off both Saito's ninja, Bobo Ninja Dojo. Yeah, and you and have uh, Doggo. Doggo, who, who is, is just a straight mercenary recruiter. Yeah. And like that's he's, what I mean. he's like, getting that's people into this all... program, and then he's dispatching them to different areas that need mercenaries. And... Okay. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like that's what I mean by power moves. It's all like these people working kind of together, but kind of also trying to be the top dog, and. The big dog. <laughs> but, uh... Well, that's the other thing, too, is if they're both... If they're all supposed to be important, nothing really... Like, you don't really get a resolution for Doggo or Tibor. <laughs> they just kind of drop out of the movie. Everybody, I think they don't everyone's get... in agreement with me. We're all sitting here going, what happened to Doggo and Tibor? Well, it sounds like they moved to the jungle and raised a lion cub. Yeah, Doggo. Didn't it's... have any worries anymore. I honestly, I was very surprised that guy's name was actually Doggo, D-O-G-G-O, was it? Yeah. Yeah, in the I, credits. I, I just assumed it was Gotta watch them credits. Doggo. No, it's straight up Doggo. Yeah, no, seriously, everybody. Doggo. Yeah. Everybody in here has a goofy name except for Chuck Norris. Yeah, those are Scott the, James. Scott James. It's which, always all caps underlined with an exclamation point. Which, again, it's, it's such a bland name that it's funny. Yeah. And everybody reacts to it like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, his fuck, name Scott should be James. Like, like, his name should be, like, you know, Lance Thunderkick or something. They're like, is that Lance Thunderkick? They're like, Scott James! Like, it could, it could literally be anybody. Max Power. Max Power. He mustn't touch his name. <laughs> um, uh, this is a very nothing scene, but I just want to mention it because it's one of my favorite, most quotable lines in the movie. Uh, AJ, Chuck Norris's dick friend. Who is also, I guess, a mercenary or something of some kind. No, they're both martial artists and stuff. That's so what how the we fuck know is AJ doing looking into the dead girl's, like, murdered brother or he's, whatever? He's poking his nose into AJ, things. AJ, who is just a professional martial artist, goes to the docks? Yeah. To meet a sailor? Yeah, because he knew a guy I, that he thought I, he'd I get guess. info from. I mean, it makes as much sense as anything else. Yeah. Right? So, but he harasses this sailor. Uh, the sailor says one of my favorite lines in the movie. AJ's like, no, no, come on, tell me about, you know, her brother. And he goes, hey, 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 goodbye. <laughs> he just walks away. And then he's so, running on rice bags. Yeah, there's like, he runs into a warehouse full of like, you know, shipping containers of pallets of bags of rice. And he decides that is the most direct way to run away from AJ is to climb these dumb yeah. things. And so, then he gets strangled yeah, by Lee Van Cleef. They're getting... No. Wait, well, really? Yeah, it's one of Lee Van Cleef's men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I know they were there. Oh, that's so weird. Because, like, they use the same kind of they rope. They use the same strangle rope we see in the previous ninja school yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, in the ninja man. schools, you see people practicing garroting people with, like, a, a cord. I wanted to ask, what is... I guess I'm not clear on what garroting is. Garrot. Okay, so... A, a garrote is a, like... Yeah, it's thin, a very thin wire. Yeah, thin wire used for strangulation. Yeah, I was just using it because it's somebody throttling somebody else with a cord. Yeah, it's, but it's like... That it's might like not be the correct usage, but I, you yeah, know... It's not a, it's not a garrote wire, and it's... No. It is basically it's like, like a, a small rope. Line. Yeah. On a wire. <laughs> it's a basically a Pier 1 Imports, like, decorative rope. Yeah, it's like a little used length of murder. hemp rope. But yes, used for but yeah, you see at ninja school they're garroting people like Ninja's that, school. and then uh, yeah, please, please, 
Bobo Ninja Dojo. Bobo Ninja Dojo. You got branding to Sorry, Bobo sorry. Ninja at, at Bobo Ninja Bobo Dojo. Bobo Ninja Dojo. Bobo Ninja Dojo. Do it. Don't stop. At Bobo Ninja Dojo. No, no, no. They are That's not it. At Bobo Ninja Dojo. Bobo Ninja Dojo. Bobo Ninja Dojo. They're, yeah, they're, 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 you know, strangling people with this little cord. And then, yeah, that happens again in the warehouse. And I don't know, I saw the cord and I was like, oh, ninjas got him. And then, yeah, I saw Lee Van Cleef. Yeah, and... no, it's, it's one of McCarn's men. Okay. Because But, okay, so the thing that bothered me about that is this guy is getting strangled with this cord and he is screaming his head off. Right, which is tough which, to do when your wind pipes yeah, are being choked You out. can't do that. He gives, it's it's only like a couple of octaves and seconds off from being like a straight up con scream. Like, it's a real, real scream. It's hilarious. And, and it's AJ's factually just, inaccurate. AJ's just standing there mortified that yep. this is happening. Completely useless. Honestly, AJ doesn't need to be in this movie. No. A lot of the people don't need to be in this movie. Yeah, there are too many characters, especially because... At any point, you could find out that anybody in the scene is the important one. Because nobody's ever, like, named. The only people you know, like, matter are Chuck Norris, because he's on the box cover. Uh, Lee Van Cleef, because it's fucking Lee Van Cleef. And, you know, what's her fucking face? Justine. Um, because she's rich, I guess. Like, and she has a lot of scenes. Like, I don't know. Well, so I... So I liked her. She's not bad, but, like, her character is... Just kind of nothing, but yeah, uh, yeah. But I thought she did okay delivery for the most part. There are a few things that she fell down on, but also like there are parts in the movie that they give her real vampy, like detective noir kind of dialogue, and she kind of seems like she's having a good time with it. Does not fit in this movie at all, which to me was just funny because she's just sitting there with witty retorts and you know pursed lips and all that yeah um, like you know like he shows up and stuff and she's like you know can i get you a drink and he's like i want to know what you were doing and she's like oh you want the truth before even a single drink and you know just stuff like that and like you have to you have personality but i have to manufacture one yeah just I, I very guess, you know i guess you're right I, yeah i could see that being like stuff out of like a you know sam spade kind of thing yeah where yeah. you get the femme fatale in there and she's just you know too cool for school I guess you're right. Um, I guess every time she was on screen, I was just more distracted by how little Chuck Norris was doing anything. Also, for a while, honestly, to be honest, I was distracted by how much Chuck Norris's skin tone is the exact same color as his hair, like a Simpsons. <laughs> and it's really weird. Until he takes his shirt off, uh, where he just, I said, he looks like he was dropped on the floor of a barber shop. Yep. He's just covered his whole torso. Yeah in, like, a very fine, very dark hair, and it is, it's weird. It's very anachronistic with the rest of his, uh, his head. It's very strange. Um, I just want to say, Justine is played by Karen Carlson, the actress. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're basically saying she's the high point acting-wise, uh, of the leads, so I wanted to, to give her name a shout-out. Yes. Um, I don't know her from, like, anything else. Yeah. This is, the, this is the thing I'm most familiar with her from, but she was good. She was good. You're not, you're not wrong. Yeah. The only thing I had a problem with is that uh, at one point in the movie, she has to act very scared because she hears a uh, car back... Well, I think it's a motorcycle. It doesn't matter. It's, yeah. She hears something she backfire. She hears something off a sound effects record from yeah. 1976. Which, which also, like, it... So you're, you're supposed to, like, think that she thinks it's a gunshot, 
but it's just a but no, car. it is yeah. But it like couldn't... it was not loud enough or clear like it's you know it's not loud enough, it's not clear enough, and it doesn't sound anything like a gun yeah. of any kind. Yeah, and her ter- her I'm terrified acting was not great. Yeah. Which okay, if she's like a uh, like you know, a femme fatale and Chuck Norris like he warns AJ to stay away from her because she's manipulative. Maybe it that was her that was Karen Carlson as an actress making the choice. To I mean, make Justine, like, not be that believable or convincing. But, I, I mean, I, th- I think, like, in, in terms of the plot and stuff like that, I think she's legitimately afraid of being assassinated because they kill her dad. Yeah. And she was just kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, especially because, like, because I think it was that they, you know, were blackmailing him or something or extorting him. And then they were trying to get it from her when he refused and they murdered him. Yeah. Uh, and they've made attempts on her life so she uh goes out to like dinner or whatever with chuck norris this is the first attempt that we see they are driving back and a car chase breaks out that they are only kind of involved in yeah because uh, a fucking firebird comes out of fucking nowhere off the side of the road uh this car chase breaks out it is the i don't know like it's the most boring car chase because there are no reaction shots there are no shots inside the cars to see anybody's surprise. And everything in this movie comes immediately after a line of dialogue. Every scene cuts from a line of dialogue immediately to another line of dialogue. And it's all equally important, which because like none of it really matters. It's all equally unimportant. Yeah. And sh- like, so there's whatever the line of dialogue is. And then immediately after that, they're just in, in a car chase like it's been happening for 10 minutes. You're just like, I have no idea. And... Then this third car that was following the Firebird blocks the Firebird, and they drive away. Uh, Chuck Norris and, and um, Justine. Justine drive away. And that's it. And, you know, he's like, I want to find out who they were. And she goes, oh, I know who they were. And she explains to him, like, they're guys I hired to be my bodyguards from Lee Van Cleef from McCarn. Um, but something, something, they are going to kill me now. Yeah, something, something, my dad got murdered and... Right, you know. well, she hired the bodyguards after yeah. her dad was murdered, but now those bodyguards are also trying to kill her for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. And maybe, it never gets explained. Maybe they explain it. Maybe. Yeah, I can't. Stinks, dude. That's the thing, too. Again, there is a lot of talking in this film. Yeah, we were trying to pay attention. We got a lot of it. There's so much. Got the gist of it, but it, there are some details that did not get... Like, I would probably have to rewatch this multiple times to get the whole story, and I don't even want to. This whole movie <laughs> is, all the dialogue is basically whatever the most boring font is. Was it Courier? Courier is a pretty boring font, right? It's all that. Are you it's, trying to get the internet mad at you? I don't care. The internet's probably already you can't, mad at me. You can't weigh I'm in on big. fonts and not piss somebody off. I don't I, Well, we can only pick on Comic Sans. Oh, let's all kick Comic Sans while it's down. Yeah. Fuck you. It's like the Germany of, you know, fonts. It's the only thing you're allowed to make fun of. The Germany, I guess that's true. Yeah. All right. So, my favorite thing now, uh, up to this point, happens, which is um, a Frenchman is murdered (laughs) at ninja school. Oh, yeah, that's right. That does happen. (laughs) Early early on, we see a ninja school scene where... um, they're all lined up like Full Metal Jacket, and <laughs> the pit boss guy is like, "You, you know, this guy down there, you step forward." He steps forward and falls through a trap door. <laughs> uh, that was great. It yep. was great, and 
like Austin Powers, he's just under the floor cursing this guy out. Yep, while he's they- like, you son of a bitch! While they keep talking. You son of a bitch! Yeah. You totally the pit boss, the pit boss is still just, talking, yeah, and you can hear this guy- I'm gonna kick your ass! You can hear this guy underneath while this it's, guy's still going, like, always expect the unexpected. It's amazing. Yeah, he talks about, like, you know, while you are here, this is a dangerous place, and blah, blah, blah. So eventually he lets him back out, and, um- I'm pretty sure the same guy later is like they're dueling in the yard, and he. Um, I I don't know if it's the same guy. I it's sworn it's it was. funny if it is, but I I can't back that up. Yeah, because nobody's a character. None of these people are characters. Oh yeah, no, we don't get this guy's name. No, or I mean, but we also yeah. don't get any character traits about him at all. Yeah. But so they're having this duel, and apparently he's not doing it well enough. So the pit boss guy comes over, and it's he, all like this is a death or whatever yeah, and this will kill somebody and this will and that demonstrating that was pathetic yeah this move yeah. You, like and he taps like the other you know the other uh, soldiers like shoulder he's like that's nothing or whatever and the guy curses him out in french which i was like wait is that the same guy that fell in the pit because he was definitely american earlier yeah he was not french under the floorboards no at all uh, <laughs> which sounds like a which... weird hunter was saying i heard he was french i'm so mad i forgot i was french <laughs> He's French on the floorboards, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, oh. It sounds like, a, it sounds like a, that's a pretty good... I don't know what it means, but it sounds it like sounds it means something. Filthy. Yeah, it sounds like it means something. Um, so, yeah, but he he basically tells uh, tells the guy, like, well, fucking ninja school him out, and he turns to leave Storms away, and um, what's yeah, it? Yeah, I think Keo? he specifically says, like, I, I you know... He was like, you know, what did you say in French after he kicks his ass? And he's like, you know, I told you where you could stick it. <laughs> yeah, something like that. He's like, tell me in English. He's like, yeah, take this job and shove it. Yeah. And so then is it Keo that throws a ninja star into the back of his neck? I think so. But yeah, he gets a fucking ninja star in the brainstem and he drops dead. And I was like, that's cool. I was like, ninja school's pretty rough. Um, point of order. This movie's called The Octagon, as we've said, and they never actually say Octagon at all. Everything in this movie, in my opinion, should be the number eight. So these ninja stars are six-sided, and I just was like, no, they should be eight-sided. It just makes so much more sense. Yeah. They sent five ninjas to that chick's apartment, right. who might they have been Nancy. Send, they should have sent eight. They should have sent eight. They're blackmailing Justine's family for how much money? doesn't matter, because it ought to be $88,000 or Eight million dollars. Yeah, it's something. Like, it should just be eight. Why? Because why the fuck not? There actually is a square dancing scene. Yeah, lean into no it, guys, reason, is what we're way. saying. Lean into it. Yeah, lean into the octagonness of it all. Um. Yeah, yeah. well, so, okay. So, uh, Chuck Norris decides he's going to, like, impersonate a mercenary to you try and get... Six was afraid of seven? Is it because seven, eight, nine? Yeah. It's because yeah, of the octagon. Um, yeah. yeah, so Chuck Norris decides he's going to become a mercenary so he can get to the bottom of all this crap. Uh, so he has to meet with a Mr. Beatty. And in doing so, he's, for no reason, like accidentally wanders into a square dancing lesson, lesson or whatever. So, it's four couples yeah. square dancing and, and then the caller guy being like, grab your yeah. partner, do you know, round and round, this movie is dumb. Yep. And <laughs> I, I think that scene was just there to show petticoats. I think that scene was there so that Hunter, me, would go, 
It's four couples and they're square dancing. That's an octagon, right? That's what they're alluding to, how important the octagon is. It's foreshadowing. This is going to mean something. It's eight, it means nothing. Eight yeah. shadowing. Anyway, yeah, that's true. So in Chuck, this movie, it ought to be eight shadows. Chuck Norris bursts in on this, and he's like, I'm looking for Mr. Beatty, and he's like, oh, he's in the next building over, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, and, you know, why, why are we even having this scene? Um, why are we having this movie? <laughs> so, <laughs> so Mr. Mr. Beatty is extremely racist. Yeah, extremely, there's a lot but of... Kinda, everybody. yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got uh, glasses and a suit on for very little reason. None of this. You don't have to describe what anyone's wearing. I mean, like, no, okay, the one guy I, has a big cowboy hat, which is funny. I do, because it's Mr. B and this other dude whose name I didn't catch. You, yeah, he's never, ever. But, so, it's this guy in the suit, and he's with this other guy who's in full cowboy, like, hat and boots and jeans and, and stuff. Best. Yeah. It's a big hat, too. Like, even yeah. for a cowboy hat, it's a big one. It's got a big feather on it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it's a little, like crocodile dundee esque it's just like it's just 80s like but yeah but it's definitely a cowboy Aspen? hat i could look at i th i think I it was actually look it up this is a speculation i, I think it was like actually i think it was actually filmed in california oh, okay. i think it was legit but uh, that might have only been the uh actual like tr the the bobo ninja dojo I Bobo Ninja Dojo. Bobo oh, yeah. Ninja Dojo. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty sure I, I saw, like, a IMDb thing saying that, like, that was filmed in IMDb uh, California nuts. outside of, uh, like, there's, like, a, a well, field well, was, used outside of Hollywood. I was just curious, because yeah. it seems like a mountain town, but yeah, it's probably California, um, because definitely the Bobo Ninja Dojo is supposed to be in Mexico? Or something. It could no, be. It, no, it could be California. I just remember. Um, no, but I mean, dead girl so Nancy is like, I can't wait to have the Spanish food, and then they're drinking tequila. It all seemed very like Mexican. -y. Oh, you mean where they're supposed to be in the like where the expo is and all that stuff? I have, yeah, yeah, I, I. Oh, don't... but then again, they do. Oh, they do they're... say it's the Biltmore. Yeah, the Biltmore wait, is definitely in California. Oh, right? there's a couple of real nice product placement shots of the Biltmore. Yep. So they must have put eight dollars into this movie. Eight dollars. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad somebody liked that. Um, um, so it is at this point that uh, my my favorite of the flashbacks. There's only like two and a half flashbacks, but my favorite one is uh, the teenage uh, teenage Scott James and uh, Sakura, and their whole ninja training thing culminates in them basically running a Nickelodeon obstacle course. <laughs> And gra whoever grabs the sword first runs the dojo. And Scott James does it, but Sakura's like, nah, it's mine. You cheated somehow by being Chuck Norris or whatever. And uh, then Sakura's, I guess, father is like, you're not brothers anymore. You're dead to us, Sakura. You get nothing. And that's kind of where, that's, that's all the backstory. And it's... Like thirty he's, seconds. He's immediately like, "All right, we never had like I I, I forgot about you totally." Yeah. He tells his brother, "You you don't have a brother." Like immediately, like within like a minute and a half, it's just like, "All right, this guy never existed." Yeah. So the first thing that comes up is for Biltmore is that it's a hotel in Miami, Florida, but I don't think but that also, that's correct. But also, if this was this is you know filmed in the eighty in nineteen eighty. So there might have been a different Biltmore. I have yeah. no idea. I'm just saying that's Who a thing. knows? Biltmore 
Uh, Biltmore historians out there on the internet, get at us. <laughs> first sponsor. At an email yet to be determined. Um, Man, so I just feel like get... I should have done more research. Nah, this is dumb. <laughs> it's fine. We'll do more research in the future. I had to bake a cake. No, we won't. Behind, a little behind the scenes talk. I had to bake a cake. So, That's too uh, inside baseball. It's Because uh, Sunday's WrestleMania and I'm making a cake. Um, yeah, so... Then we meet uh, the furrier guy who's one of my favorite he's characters. Not a furry. He's not a furry, he's a furrier. And Chuck Norris just wants, all he wants is the location of the Bobo Ninja Dojo because he has to go and shut it down because I guess. So my understanding is that Chuck Norris inherited like control of ninjadom by claiming the sword at the Nickelodeon Kids Arcade or whatever the fuck that was, Global Guts. So then, because he decided not to pursue it or run the Ninja Dojo or whatever, Ninja died off. But Sakura, who received all the same training and just didn't grab the baton, well, no, opened the Bobo Ninja Dojo. Beerman's right, though. There is a line of dialogue saying ninjas haven't existed for 300 years. So... So what the hell was that? I, wait, I, ooh, wait, ooh, ooh. Are Sakura and Scott James... Are they, like, Highlanders? No. Are you sure? Better movie. Um, no. Wait, okay, because of the way this movie ends, I don't know that Sakura is not a Highlander because... I know. Sakura supposedly dies, but then immediately the movie ends. Like, it's like, he is dead, he falls, he hits the ground, there is one shot of Chuck Norris standing on the horizon, and then the credits roll over this still image. So, Sakura could have stood back up Smash cut to the end of the movie. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Is what happens, pretty much. It's like... Final fight. You're dead. End of movie. We'll get there, but Sakura could have popped up immediately and turned to Chuck Norris and been like, Scott James, as you know, we are both Highlander immortals and cannot be felled unless by decapitation. So, I mean, to be... And then it's Octagon 2, the Octagon thing. To be fair, I don't think we waited around to see if there was an end of credits scene, so that might have totally been... (laughs) No? No, I honestly... To... To be totally honest, the first time we watched this, year, like two, three years ago, we watched all of it all the way through the credits yeah. and there wasn't anything. Oh, okay. Um, all right. <laughs> there's <laughs> not. Hey, what's a nine-sided uh, figure called? Nonagon. Is it a nonagon? It's a nonagon. Right. That's. I was honestly like, I think it might be a nonagon, but that also sounds silly. No, it is. But that's what I would do. I'd be like, Octagon Part 2, the nonagon. Like I, Ocean's I can, Eleven, you start with Eleven and Ocean's I can, Twelve. I can, I can do all the Agons if you want. Well, Decagon is the ten one. Yeah, well, so there's Pentagon, which is five. Right. Hexagon is six. Yeah. Septagon, Septagon Octagon, Octagon, Nonagon. Nonagon Decagon. Or it might be Nongon. I don't know. Uh, um, I would shapes. like to think that thirteen is Triska Decagon, but I didn't, I don't know that for sure. Anyway. Oh, you think Eleven's Ono Decagon? Mm. <laughs> what part were we at? What part were we actually at? Because why did we cut to the... Yeah. What part were we actually at? Uh, Oh, Tibor and... This is the furrier, yeah, Tibor and all this. Uh, Around this time, Chuck Norris goes on the mercenary version of America's Got Talent. Yeah. (laughs) Where he auditions to be part of Doggo's Men because he's going to use Doggo to track, you know, uh, where the Bobo Ninja Dojo is. Oh, no, wait, we were talking about uh, them being Highlanders really quick. Uh, no, but just that, like, I don't think that their family actually trained ninjas. I think their family were martial artists. What the fuck were they competing for? What were they competing <sighs> for then that was so important that by, I guess, disgracing the competition by claiming that Chuck Norris cheated, 
was enough to get Sakura like blacklisted out of the family? Like yeah, it doesn't he, make sense then. I thought of, it was control of the dojo. It yes, but I don't think that they were ninja. Then how does Sakura know ninja? I thought that I, was what it was. That I was, thought that was just his marketing technique. That's why it's a Bobo Ninja Dojo, because there haven't been See, no, I thought it was Bobo Ninja Dojo because the only true ninja dojo would be one run by Scott James, because Scott James holds the ninja baton, the sword baton. No, I mean, I... So I, that would be like a true ninja dojo, and this is the legally not ninja I, dojo, I don't the Bobo th- ninja dojo. I don't think they actually do ninjutsu and stuff. Like, I think it's that he's just saying it's a ninja dojo because he can, because fuck you. Much like how, you know, you go to the Ren Fair and they have knights that joust and stuff, but they're not knights because that hasn't been a thing. I think you're looking at this too literally, like, as though it were real. I'm talking about just in the reality of this movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They never once talk about Chuck Norris being a ninja or anything. He doesn't do any... Like, he he does barely passable ninja stuff towards the end. But but you're looking at at it from, like, somebody who has seen fight movies and is like, oh, I know what good kung fu and stuff is. Uh, (laughs) And this is none of that. Yeah, that's the thing, man, is, like, you know, Chuck Norris is fine, but like he's a the, fine. I'm sure he's a fine competition fighter, but he's not even a good movie. I, yeah. So okay, when he sh- this is the first like straight up Chuck Norris movie I've seen. Like I've seen him in like Dodgeball and shit, where he's in there for comedy. But you've seen cameos and stuff. Yeah, and um, and maybe a little Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, what's the movie? Sidekicks or something? Doesn't matter. I have never it's seen that movie. It's from like the 80s or the early 90s, but it's, anyway. So I've seen movies like that. But, like, this is the straight-up, like, like Chuck Norris. And he's not, like, a good actor. So I was like, okay, but he's, like, a really good fighter. And he's really not. Like, and I think, you know, he's, he's very athletic and he's good at martial arts as, like, a thing. But I think it's mostly that he's a good competition fighter and, you know, can kind of make it look good on film. But he's not really a film fighter. He's not a, he's yeah, not, it's, it's not the showiness that you'd expect from... No, something like that you're seeing. I said, like people shit on Jean Claude Van Damme a lot, but Jean Claude Jean Claude Van Damme could not only, you know, whatever martial art, but like also act. He martial art good. Well, I mean, I know they don't do the well, same that, style. I mean, like Jean Claude Van Damme does like a kickboxing thing, and this yeah. is more straight up, I guess, karate. And I think he try to be flashier too, because like he does all the splits and stuff, because he yeah, knows yeah. it looks like, it's a different impressive. Style too. It's like that's part ingrained in the style. Like, doing those big high kicks and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like, lends itself to doing, like, splits. I don't, this is not a whole, this is not a whole yeah. discussion about that. I'm just well, saying. No, but not my, only could Jean-Claude Van Damme... My, my point is that you can make most martial arts look flashy for the camera, and it's not necessarily what you'd be using to actually fight somebody. Yeah, but what I'm saying but is... But you can add all these flourishes and stuff, and a lot of Chuck Norris's stuff is, yeah, fairly utilitarian, I think, which is not as interesting to watch on film. Right. Not only could somebody like Jean-Claude Van Damme, he could not only look great on film doing, like, whatever his chosen style is, whatever, but also act way better. Like, Jean-Claude Van Damme actually acts in things. And, like, you know, I mean, he's not great, but, like... He's pretty great. He's pretty... I mean, like, he's good. He's, you know, he's not Daniel Day-Lewis or whatever. I'm always aware it's Jean-Claude Van Damme, just like I'm always aware Schwarzenegger is Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Chuck Norris does one really good like one really good like bit of martial arts in this uh is it when he kicks that guy in the dick no oh no no i will mention it when we get there because we're almost there but okay so he goes he auditions for doggo's mercenary team so he can try and figure out where the bobo ninja dojo is bobo ninja dojo but 
Um, Dog goes on to him, and he's like, you're not really like, you know, Chip Chipperson or whatever your fake name you gave us is, right? You're Scott James. And he's like, yeah, right, doesn't matter, whatever. And he's like, well, why don't you tell us, uh, you know, what what you want to join up with us for? And why don't you give us a little demonstration of your of your abilities? And he's like, maybe later. And he leaves, tries to leave. And then he just kicks the crap out of, like, four guys, which is mostly dick kicks. Yep. It's like, of the four guys... I think two, maybe three of them are taken out with a crotch kick, which is, you know, effective, but again, not flashy. Yeah, a little cheap. Yeah, pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. Pretty cheap for this choir boy who doesn't drink. Yeah. And totally abstains from sex for, like, most of this movie. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the thing, is they actually show any time that he's got a glass in front of him, it's usually water, and his buddy AJ appears to just be drinking milk. He's drinking a straight glass of milk at, yep. like, a fancy dinner. Whereas <laughs> uh, most of the other ladies are just going around drinking tequila. Oh, yeah, Justine and... is like, uh, do you want, what does she offer him? Vodka, scotch, and, vodka scotch or, and wine. Or wine. And then he's like, uh, he says something real noncommittal, but it's not, I don't drink. It's like, mm, doesn't matter to me. Yeah. And she's like, well, scotch is two every day, and vodka's not cuddly enough or something or whatever. Yep. And she's like, how about wine? He's like, well, I don't drink. I was like, fuck you, dude. You should have said that like three sentences ago. Yep. Especially because she even invites him to her place for a drink when he helps her with her car way the fuck earlier. And he goes, yeah, sure, whatever. No, what does he say? He actually says... Oh, damn it. It was so, so weird. Such a weird turn of phrase, and I can't think of it now. I don't recall. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'd really like if you stop by for a drink or whatever. And he says something along the lines of, like, huh, duly noted, or something. Like, it's so weird and dismissive. He's he's negging her. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, that's... Doesn't he call someone a whore? Yeah. She's trying to use him for protection. He's like, well, that uh, that certainly won't be true. Or I hope that's not true, because that would make me a fool and you a whore. And she tells him, oh, I have it written down, I gotta read it. This is, I think, Don't also... forget about your integrity, for without it, you'll become a stone heart. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which is the weirdest. Is that like a thing? Is that, yeah. Was is that... that an insult in the 80s? Yeah, or, well, like, I was, like, wondering if that was, like, a, a reference. Yeah, straight up stone heart. Stone heart. Oh, stone heart, what? And then they fight. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like Braveheart's brother. Braveheart's really the, high brother, yeah. Stoneheart. <laughs> James Franco is... <laughs> James Franco, this summer, 2018, is Dennis Wallace, Stoneheart. <laughs> you can take our lives, but they'll never take... <laughs> they can take our lives, but they'll never take our Cheetos. Oh, that's way better. <laughs> way better. Yeah. Cheers to you. Thank you. Um, all right. So now there is inexplicably in this movie a globe trotting like 10 minute sequence where. Wait, you know what we didn't talk about at all? Ernie what? Hudson's in this movie. Oh, yeah. Ernie Hudson shows up in this movie. Oh, yeah. And I thought he was going to show up at the end, despite having seen it before. I thought he was going to show up at the end to assist Chuck Norris in like fighting at the Bobo Ninja Dojo. He, he never doesn't. shows up again. No, he is. He bumps into, is it Chuck Norris or is it AJ on the street? I can't remember. He bumps into one of them on the street and they, because they're all martial artists, I guess, competing at this I'm expo. pretty. I'm pretty sure it was AJ. 
But yeah, I think they, they're he, talking about Chuck Norris. Well, yeah, but he bumps into him on the street and he's just like, yeah, oh, yeah, karate stuff, right? Yeah, martial arts expo. Okay, bye. And there's a poster with him on it in the background of a scene later. And I was like, all right, cool. They're, they're setting up that he's going to, like, Chuck Norris going to be like, oh, I can't take on this whole octagon by myself, so I'm going to need to get help. And I'm going to get Ernie Hudson. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Ernie Hudson just shows up and he's like, I'm going to be a Ghostbuster soon, and he just leaves. <laughs> and God bless him, Winston Zeddemore, the the most disrespected of the Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's a shame. The Ringo. He is the Ringo of the Ghostbusters. And you know what? I love Ringo. I love Winston. Yo, Ringo looks good, though. Ringo does look good. He kind of looks like he's trying to be your cool uncle. He's holding up really Ringo well. Ringo has man. a real yeah. cool uncle vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I dig it. All right. So, uh, at this point, so, AJ wait. is... Running across, the, he runs from wherever the hell this movie takes place in the beginning to France. Well, before that happens, Justine dies. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she gets yeah. murdered. Uh, she gets <laughs> blowgun dead. Like, she gets a comically large dart. Yeah, yeah. Um, she ben and AJ, <laughs> she and AJ are kind of seeing each other, and they get into a fight, and she's like chasing after him when he's getting into a car, and then some dude from the shadows just blowguns her right in the clavicle. And, yeah, and, you know, she's got a, why do I feel so cold? <laughs> yeah, that's right, and, she does. And dies. And, it's yeah. It's the worst delivery. Yeah, it's this, like, two inch of dart sticking out of her chest. And it's, like, it's not, I don't know what anyone else thinks of when they think of, like, a dart in the neck, but, like, or whatever. It, it's not, like, a little hand-carved dart with a feather on it or whatever. It is, like... Kind of a medical dart or a surgical dart or whatever. It's <laughs> and it's enormous. Yeah. It's so it's and okay. I, my theory is that it's that big. I mean, maybe that's what they look like. I have no idea. I've never darted anyone in the neck. I but, think it would be too heavy to actually fly. I think they are a lot smaller unless but, you're using like a gun, like yeah. a trank gun. But my theory is that they had to make it so big to show up in this shot because the shot was lit incredibly poorly. Yeah, like a a lot of the night scenes in this are not very well lit. Well, it's I think it's that uh, whether you know intentionally or by accident or whatever, there's a real big contrast, like difference. To, like all the shadows are very very dark, and then everything else is lit. You know, okay, like everything that's in light is like all right looking and, and, and decent. But like I don't know because like now that you mentioned that Justine kind of reminded you of like a noir heroine. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're going for a noir thing, kind of, with, like, high contrast and, like, shadowy espionage things or whatever, but, like, but, like that's... it just is a muddy mess, kind of. Yeah, like, that's not the movie, though. You're making a... Oh, don't tell a... me. I still, I've still i seen this movie twice. I don't know what it is. You've watched not... this twice? But you're yeah, the first yeah. was a couple years ago. I told yeah. You. But you're making a Karate Ninja movie, and so if you were gonna also have it be, like, a crime noir thing, you'd have to hit that a lot harder for it to read, and they weren't really doing mashups like that in the 80s, I don't think. No. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is the this is the dad movie of karate movies. Yeah. The way Clear and Present Danger is the dad movie action movie, you know? Yeah, but so, I mean, like, you know, that could be an idea, and that could be cool, so if anybody wants to, you know... Pick it up and run yeah, with it. exactly. Go just ahead. Just give, give us all bit parts. We just want a couple of lines oh, yeah. so I can get my uh, SAG card. Yeah, man. Uh, I guarantee I act at least as good as Chuck Norris. I can be. And if you want, I can back kick somebody through a door. No problem. We can, no, you can't. We can all be waiters. I can totally do that. You want to ask there? I'll prove it to you. Yeah, we'll put it on our Instagram at 
Um, Instagram to be determined. At, at TBD. At Bobo Ninja Dojo. At Bobo Ninja Dojo. Bobo Ninja Dojo. Right around here, it was before the globe hopping, but this is when uh, Lee Van Cleef and his men have a gunfight in an alley. McCarn. McCarn and his men. And uh, everybody that gets shot dies like they're in a crummy old western. I mean, not that they're crummy. Oh, but, like, yeah. They're, people were bad at dying of a gunshot wound in those movies. They just sort of would lay down. They'd get shot once and just be like, and bend in the middle and then lay on the ground. Grab their stomach. Yeah, and that was it. And, like, that's basically how all, like, six people involved in this gunfight die. And it's really... Everybody gets shot directly in the gut, and they just go, and just sort of double over and then lay down. Uh, so then, yes, uh, AJ gets on a plane and then takes the plane to France, and on in France he gets on a bus, and Chuck Norris takes a renegade uh, lady soldier named Aura who escaped yeah. from Bobo Ninja Dojo and was working for Doggo until she tracked down Scott James. And then... Yeah, we've seen her a bunch throughout the movie, but she's just kind of there. we didn't know she'd be important because she was in the movie. Well, like, the, she's prominent in a lot of the Bobo Ninja Dojo scenes, but, like, she's yeah. not, you know... yeah. Uh, she's not given anything. Yeah, she's not a cog in this machine no, and for her a lot final, of it. Her final reasoning for leaving... Doggo's mercenary organization is that he, Doggo, was going to send her to Egypt for, for whatever her assignment was, and she's like, yeah, and he's just going to get money, and I'm going to get murdered. And it's like, chick, you're a mercenary. Yeah, that's kind of the contract you're making. Right. Like, if you work for a dude who assigns you a mercenary gig, yeah, he's going to get money, and you might die, because that's what a mercenary yeah. does. Like, If you want to keep what? all the money, then you go freelance. Also, later, she tells Chuck Norris she never killed anybody, and never hurt anybody except for a boy whose heart she broke in yeah. grade school. Ex and I was like, how are you a mercenary? Well, then? except that it shows her, like, she's taking a file, and was it Doggo confronts her? And yeah. she, like, kicks him in the dick. Oh, yeah, she he gets yeah. right in the crotch. Yeah, so, but that didn't hurt. You know, it's yeah, fine. I don't, I don't get it. It's just a weird, I mean, yeah, probably she's just lying to him for whatever, to try, she's trying to get him into her bed or let, have him let her into his bed. Yeah. More actors, but movie stinks. It does. So she doesn't the... care which twin they're in, just yeah. as long as they're in the same one. It's kind of hilarious. She's like, I wish I could be closer to you. They're 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 sleeping in separate beds, like, you know, what, like Robin Laura Petrie <laughs> yeah. the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, they're twin beds with like a where it's... stand in the middle. Yeah. And she's like, I wish I could be closer to you. And he, like, reaches his hand out. He's why, got no shirt on. Why does she sort of have a British accent when I, you do I, it? I just am giving her a voice. Everybody in this movie sounds the same. They all sound like cardboard robots. I know. She's just there to be hot and to, I guess, give him the impetus to actually go after Sakura. Like, I don't even know why she's in here. She doesn't do anything. But she's like, yeah. And he puts his, his arm out and he takes her hand and she takes his hand. She's clearly like, all right, it's go time. And he's like, go to sleep. <laughs> and it's kind of great and then he puts his arms behind his head like job well done and then she's like seriously we're doing this why won't you fuck me <laughs> yeah and he takes he, her top off yeah and she's like gets out of bed and sits on the edge of his bed and takes her top off and he gets side boob and then it just smash cuts to like i guess bobo ninja dojo at this point mm -hmm. and aj gets there well no so then he gets caught then uh you get the uh I don't know if it was then or right before it, but, you know, you get uh, Sakura's in at Bobo Ninja Dojo and knows that uh, 
that Scott James is coming. Scott James! Okay. <laughs> Tell you, every time but he has all caps, he has they a... show his name written down multiple times in this movie, and every time it's all caps, it is underlined twice, and there's an exclamation point after it. No, it's not. Yes. It's, uh, they show it on the file. His dog like file, the, and there's yeah. another time, because that's why I noted it, because both times, all caps, underlined Scott twice. James. Scott James! But yeah, for a minute there, Sakura almost has like a, you know, force disturbance. Oh yeah, he's like, he is coming for me. Yeah, so then he, you know, immediately stops, I don't know, chill and listen to Shamisen music or whatever the heck was going on. And he takes out his, um, I forget what they're called. Scythes or sickles? Yeah. It's not scythes, I think scythes is the full length, like body length one. Yeah, it's... So there's sickles, but... Yeah, it's, it's whatever that weapon is that looks like a miniature scythe. But his has that, like nunchucky thing attachment on the bottom of yeah. it. And he's doing this like crazy martial arts routine with it. But yeah, he's like, can't, can't chill out anymore. Gotta train. <laughs> yeah. My brother's coming. My life of easy, you know, running a Bobo Ninja Dojo is, is over. Now I have to kill my brother, Chuck Norris, with scythes, which we established at some point in one of the flashbacks, Chuck Norris fears scythes. That's not a joke. They really say that. Yeah. There are, I'm not kidding, like, you could count the establishing shots in this hour, 40-something minute movie on one hand. There's probably five where it's a shot before anyone says anything or anything happens. Just to give you an idea of where the fuck we are in the world. Yeah, like, that does not happen globe, a lot. No, during the globe hopping thing, they like, they're like, oh, we want to charter a plane. And the guy goes, it'll be several hours. And then smash cut smash to, cut they're to, there. Yeah, smash cut to AJ, wherever the fuck AJ is, and then them following him. I'm like, I guess it's several hours later, or literally AJ could have just rounded the corner. I have no idea. I didn't know we were in France until I was like, oh, that's a French flag. And then I was like, okay, I guess, I guess we're somewhere else now. And then I, for, a brief, for a brief second, I was like, maybe movie was always set in france maybe all this took place in france i'm very confused where do finally end up at the bobo ninja dojo aj gets captured chuck norris tries to sneak in he also gets yeah. captured it's it is one of the times where he's kind of a ninja he's got little uh little blades in his yeah, gloves he's got, like throwing like, yeah. daggers up his yep. glove like, yep up the wrist of his gloves and he's in a commando like tactical vest or shirt or whatever like I think, the, it's a, I think it's an archer brand tactical turtleneck yeah yeah it's it's just it's one of those commando tops stuff like that and he sneaks onto the compound and there's a ninja there's behind a weird, him in the tree yeah but he weird, totally saw him and he you know knifes that guy and so stuff Chuck yeah Morris is in a tree he jumps down and walks to like the the, the wall you know the perimeter wall and then the camera sort of tilts up, and there's a ninja uh, from the Bobo Ninja Dojo in the tree above him, and Chuck Norris kills him with a throwing thing in the throat. But none of us were really that sure. Was it that, like, the ninja was like, I'm going to get the jump on him, but, oh, Chuck Norris is too quick and killed me. Or was it that Chuck Norris was so ninja that he out-ninja'd a ninja? Yeah, that was a little ambiguous. <laughs> uh uh, I'm just glad that they didn't take the time to explain it to us, honestly. Yeah, no. <laughs> it would just be... It would just be more exposition. Just talking. <laughs> or, so or, this or possibly him in his, you know, echoey voice going like, I knew he was there the whole time, time, time. They do it a lot. And I but think, yeah, to be fair... I think it's because Chuck Norris can't act that much, so... We have no idea. We would they, have no idea from his face what he's thinking or doing. Yeah, they even have him at one point in that echoey whisper voice going like, I introduced Justine and AJ. I'm responsible. Yeah, that's true. And like, yeah. Oh, so for a movie that has like 
25 too many characters. You couldn't find out a way for him to say that to anyone. Yeah. Again, Ernie Hudson is in this movie for about two seconds. You only gave him, like, one friend and then a bunch of people that are there to tell him things. Uh, So, Chuck Norris sneaks into Bobo Ninja Dojo. Yes. He is captured. He is very quickly captured. Yes. There are a lot of ninjas in Bobo Ninja Dojo. Yeah, it turns out Bobo Ninja Dojo is chock full of ninjas and trainees. Um, Since they've already captured AJ, they use him as, like, a, a bargaining chip. And um, Sakura holds, you know, his sickles. He's like, I'm going to kill AJ if you don't fucking stop. And uh, then they then they knock out Chuck Norris. Uh, and he awakens in, like, a tiger cage? Something. So- somewhere in the dojo compound. And then it's a, it's a damn Nickelodeon yeah. global guts again. Yeah, he they, gets out of the they, thing. Yeah, they send him through another, like, little obstacle course, except this time ninjas are jumping down behind him with knives that he's got to fight off while he's hopping through water hazards or whatever the hell. It is, it's like, like four platforms yeah. over oh, water, the other and thing, he eliminates two of these ninjas like it's a game show yeah, just by, by throwing knocking them, them in the, the water. water. And then they never get up. There's a shot later where one is just laying there in the water. And it's like, he didn't die, he just got yeah. kicked, which is half of what ninjas yeah. do! Yeah, they're the ones with knives. Chuck Norris doesn't have any knives, and he's not using their knives against him. No, he was eliminated from competition. Yeah. Mark just, Summers came out and was yeah. like, he just hey, how do you feel? And the that water. ninja was like, I mean, I'm honestly embarrassed because I, I just got onto the course and Chuck Norris took me out. And I fell in the water, and as you know, when you fall in the water, you are eliminated. Yeah. Uh, but this is where Chuck Norris does the one actually really cool bit of martial arts. Yes. Um, Another ninja, like the third ninja in a row. Basically, every every platform he jumps onto, there's another ninja behind. And I'm, these are platforms. They're they're. It's, he's just stepping. It's stepping stones. Yeah. Um, but the next, the like the third one. It's a ninja short. It's appears, a short course. Yeah, it's very short. It's, it's like it's like a water hazard in a mini golf. Yeah, yeah. He has he has to like walk over a log, and then there's like four platforms or something. It's really not a lot. <laughs> it's, it's almost totally useless. Yeah. But so the third ninja guy comes down behind Chuck Norris. And Chuck Norris honestly does, like, this cool sort of back somersault thing and kicks the ninja in, like, the chest. And then they fall, and the ninja, like, is his, he's laying his uh, his back, like, is hanging off the platform. And Chuck Norris has his feet on the guy's chest and holds his head underwater and, I guess, drowns him. Yeah, but he almost like, oh, has him in kind of like a little arm bar thing, but with his yeah. legs forcing the dude's head into the uh, yeah, water. It, it's pretty cool. And I was yeah. like, oh, that was, that was actually something. Yeah. But it's literally no, it looked, the only it looked bit. good and also looked like a thing that would actually keep a guy from getting back up. Yeah, that looked like an actual thing. Um, and that's the shot where in the background there's just one of the other ninjas just laying there like, nah, I'm not, I'm not getting up. Once my, uh, once my ninja outfit gets wet, I'm just done for the day. Mm-hmm. It's just uncomfortable. I sympathize, man. I do. Nobody likes wet socks. <laughs> not even ninjas. Especially ninjas. So, um, well, again, so- this movie is called The Octagon. We had several conversations about what The Octagon was because... There is a, a larger sort of like a, an arena that is octagon shaped. Yeah. Um, but also out in the courtyard of that arena on the compound is a smaller octagon where yes. some things do happen. Like that's it's like where... a little training ring or like the kind of thing that you'd see in like, I don't know, like a sumo competition or anything where you have or a wrestling thing where you'd have like a ring that you can't you're not supposed yeah. to step out of. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like that size where it's like, you know, two people could comfortably maneuver in it. Right. It's like a little capoeira like, yeah. thing. Yeah. And, and that's also an octagon. So I was like, oh, maybe that's the octagon. And then later on, I'm like, wait, I think that giant arena behind them is also octagon shaped. 
boy, I sure wish there was any establishing shots in this whole fucking movie, maybe from overhead, that would show me which one was, like, the big deal octagon. I mean, I guess it's the bigger one, but, like, I had to educate a guess that that was an octagon for most of the movie. Yeah. It's really dumb. Yeah. But so now Chuck Norris is in the big octagon, and he just, you know, Chuck Norris is his way through everybody. Also, randomly, the, the trainees decide they don't want to be there anymore, so they start kind of low-key rioting, and a building gets set on fire. Yep. And then they kill... A, uh, 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 what's his name? Sakura kills AJ. Yeah. Kills and, him anyway. Because, uh, of course, he does. Because he's real evil and was disowned by his father, or whatever the fuck. Whatever. And then <laughs> Chuck Norris fights... Um, what is it? Kyo? Kyo. Kyo. Fights him... Uh, the best thing is the third time in the movie. It's the hat trick. So finish your beer. But Chuck Norris back kicks Kyo through a burning wall. Well, so this is after they have like a bit of a back and forth and they're fighting with swords and stuff. Oof, Chuck Norris and, is uh, not a weapons fighter. Yeah, and I think we might have mentioned this before, but uh, Kyo is, you know, masked and also just hisses. He doesn't ever have any dialogue. No. He's mute, he but it's so but cool. yeah, he just makes these like hissing sounds at uh, at Chuck while they're fighting. Yeah, like a snake man. Which snake I mean, man. again, he snake he never takes Walter his, Keo snake man. He never takes his mask off, so he he very well could be. Oh, he God. could be you know Lizard Truth man. Oh, it could I be it could be Cobra Commander. Yeah, who knows. Could be Doctor Claw. Yeah, all but all of this is possible. My my favorite uh, stunt work in this movie. Keo gets back kicked through a flaming wall. Yes. Yeah. And one then of Chuck one Norris of... turns around and he's like, you know, fight me or whatever, you know, uh, Sakura and whatever, blah blah blah. I'm not emoting. Yeah. And then you hear like, Arr! and Keo stumbles back through the flames. He is completely on fire just yeah head to toe but you know this formerly quite svelte ninja is now wrapped in so much fire retardant yeah. foam under a much larger version of his costume that it looks like the fucking yeah. stay puffed marshmallow yeah he looks he looks like he doubled in size in like 30 <laughs> seconds it's amazing just so that they can do this stunt where he's on fire yeah it's and... it's incredibly noticeable <laughs> Yeah, man. It's so funny. It's so cheap. Uh, Chuck Norris, you know, has it out. Oh, then there's dynamite. I don't know where oh, it comes from. Yeah, uh, 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 Aura. Yeah, Aura. Uh, has dynamite somehow. She, okay, to be fair, she she waits eight seconds after Chuck Norris leaves to drive up in a jeep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like he, he was all like, he's and, all like, you stay here, and she was like, you know, okay. She's <laughs> in the jeep, and then she's like. Nah, I'm not nah. gonna do that. And yeah, meanwhile he's sneaking in ninja like, yeah. and she's like, "I'm in a jeep," and drives up. Jeep, <laughs> jeep. I don't know why she wasn't blasting like bad company, <laughs> just fucking gunning it. But uh, she drives up in a jeep, and like, I, maybe there was dynamite in there because otherwise I have no idea where it came I don't. from. Well, that's the thing is we spent all that time showing them like globe hopping to get to this compound that we never even really fully established where it was, and then you know, is yeah, that Doggo with her at the end. Is that I, her and Doggo that? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I can't say it. But no, her, I thought it was that guy that kind of looks like Tom Waits, but isn't. Oh yeah, there's a guy. There's a, a trainee that kind of looks trainees, like Tom Waits. A lot of the trainees kind of look like oh that could be somebody. Like yeah, there's one. 
Oh, yeah. Kind of like Tom Waits. And there's one that I think kind of looks like Seth Rogen. A <laughs> <laughs> little, little bit. And there's one that I think looks like a skinnier Horatio <laughs> Sands if he was playing George Harrison. <laughs> yeah. And like, it sounds like I'm making this up. You would know him as soon as you see him. Like, oh, that's if Horatio Sands was playing George, like, like late era Beatles, George Harrison. Anyway, so they spend all that time showing them traveling, but they don't really see them picking up any dynamite. No, so, so this is it. This is the, yeah. this is the finale. So. so she just has it. She and has dynamite. She's... They blow up all these buildings that are presumably just bamboo. Yeah, they're all like wooden buildings. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, whipping up some Molotov this... cocktails would have done it. But, yeah, but they use dynamite. Use dynamite instead. That's fine. That's I guess. where the, the money went. They're like, we're going to have some really cool explosions at the end, so we don't need actors. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so she's blowing up buildings, and there's a truck with a oil drum that's just labeled flammable it on multiple super sides. super duper labeled flammable. Yeah. Like, on the top and the sides, yeah. just so we all doesn't, know. Doesn't say what it is, just that it's really flammable. No, and they drive it into a building that's already on fire. Yeah. And then they, they light drive the trail into, of flammable liquid, and it blows yeah. up, and I'm like, dude, it's already yeah. on fire. Yeah, they drive it into the octagon, question mark? Yeah, it might have been in the octagon. But anyway, that thing's already on fire. And they drive this truck into it, and they blow it up, and even then it seemed like it just exploded in the center, so it's not like it really did structural damage. Who knows? The octagon survived. The octagon survived to fight another day, or Um, whatever. While all that's going on, uh, Chuck Norris is uh, pursuing Sakura Yeah, so they leave the arena. Kind of? Yeah, they go into, like, some trees, and then the sun comes up. And the whole movie, when when you see these flashbacks to the two of them as, as kids. kids and as teens, mm-hmm. it's all heavily, heavily tinted red, like crazily. Yeah, like a reddish orange. It's very, super red. Though. Yeah. Like yeah. Not, not like a Steven Soderbergh, like I'm going to tint it red. Like it's red as hell. And I was like, oh, cool. The sun's coming up. The shot of the rising sun is like very, the sky's very red. The sun is very red. You're like, oh, cool. It's They're going to put the tint on it. And it's going to have this nice sort of visual bookendy th- tonal thing that'll like resonate a little and be like, oh, their story is ended. The, the story of the two battling brothers, Ninja, Bobo Ninja Dojo, whatever, will end, you know, with this sort of anything. Yeah. And they don't do that. Uh, no. Nope. Instead, it's, nope. it's Chuck Norris who just sort of is like, nope. stab. And like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even have a proper fight. The nah, proper fight nothing. was with Kyo. Yeah, it was a little lackluster for me. I mean, a lot a lot of the uh, fight scenes in this were just not really what I'm used to. <laughs> and he, then, he literally, Sakura. he kills Sakura. Sakura falls to the ground. Chuck Norris, like, stands there, looks up, breathes. Credits. Credits. And immediately credits. Immediately credits. Just like everything else in this movie, immediately, as soon as we're done, it's like, all right, we're done. Get out. The scene's over. Move on to the next scene. And start the scene immediately. And that's it. The movie's over. Uh... Yeah. And I would like it if if the credits had started and then they immediately stopped and Sakura stood up and told Chuck Norris, no, as you and I know, we are both Highlanders. Yeah. And then you could have set up Nanagon, but no, none of that happens. And then that's it. That's the movie. That's your movie, folks. The music is bad. The music is very goofy, except for the car chase. Uh, the car chase, actually, I think the music was kind of cool, but that's literally it. The rest of it is really kind of really bad. I didn't really notice it, so it was neither exceptional nor jarring for me. Alright. Yeah. Alright, so uh, we'll go around the horn. We'll start. I'll, I'll go first, and then Allison. And then, Brian, you can go left. Um, <laughs> is this a hate watch or a great watch for all three of us? Um, I'm gonna say practically it's it's not good. 
and I, I wouldn't really recommend it, but it's, you could put this on at a, you could hate watch this at a, at a, at a party. Yeah. You know, put it on the background. Your, your bad movie oh, night. Drink every thing. time they say ninja or drink every time that they ought to use the number eight. Cause why the hell not? Yeah. It, it allows for good audience participation. You can yell out. Why isn't it eight? Why is this not the number eight? Yep. Yell out ninja. It's fine. And yeah, finish your beer when uh, Chuck Norris completes the hat trick of back kicking people through walls. Yeah. Uh, is that your, what is your vote? Uh, yeah, similarly. I, I, like I said, like I could probably get more detail out of the, the plot and the exposition by watching it again, but I probably won't for another like two, three years, like same time frame. I, I'd if like then. Yeah, I'd like. I mean, to be fair, the only reason we watched this was so that we could record this episode. We had no desire to watch this otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because, like, I remember having fun with you when we first saw it. With you know us, yeah, making fun of the movie. Yeah, it's talking about when it should have been eight, all that kind of stuff. It's real dumb, and the acting is bad, and yeah, it's silly, and it's boring. Yeah. And and Brian, what is your vote? Hate watch this movie. Fucking sucks. Uh, what Seriously, would it, what would it take? I have no enjoyment out of this movie. None? Pretty much none. What did you like? You liked, hey, 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 goodbye. Yeah, I like <laughs> that. That was great. Hey, 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 get out of get out Yeah, that's the thing, is this movie occasionally has, like, little moments of either somebody making a weird acting choice, or, you know, like I said, like, they, they have certain things in there, like the square dancing, or, like, there's... Uh, another scene where it's a party in the hotel that's uh, singing Alouetta. There, there's literally, yeah. yes, you're right. There's literally a shot where it's people at a table, they're all really drunk, they're having a good time. Like, yeah. Alouetta, Jonte, Alouetta. And it cuts, <laughs> and it cuts in the middle, mid word. Yeah, Chuck to Norris, Chuck Norris asleep. asleep. And, you know, whoever else asleep, and maybe somebody else asleep. I think Lee Van Cleef is like on stakeout, he's asleep. Yep. And it cuts back to the. It is incredible. Yeah. Why? Why? What? Uh, yeah. Even, what even was yeah. that? Yeah. And they do that kind of stuff a few times, yeah, a and it's kind of funny. There's a couple of times where something is happening. They will breathe, like, again, that quickly, like a three second oh. cut to somebody else somewhere else, and then cut back to, yeah. you, you know, now we resume your fucking movie scene already in progress. Yeah, there's that guy at the bar who's like, you know, where are the bar nuts? And the waitress is like, they're at the other end of the bar. And he's <laughs> like, why are they always at the other end of the bar? Story and then they, of my life. Yeah, and, and then they cut away. But that's like a joke. Yeah, but... Kind of, right? That has nothing to do with anything. Oh, no, it does not. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a couple of things like that. It's just like, I guess their attempt at world building? I don't even know, man. Realism? Yeah, of just like, there are other people doing things, but let's get back to all this exposition. Right. Maybe that was maybe that was them trying to establish, like, like an establishing shot, but maybe the director had never heard Wasn't the concept of with... establishing shots. <laughs> yeah. I was just I like, what know. do you mean I have to let people know where things are taking place and what the world is like? How would I even do that? Oh, I know. Square dancing. <laughs> there are people square dancing. It's an empty room with four people in it. They're they're close enough to touch each other, and it's just an empty dance floor otherwise. And there's no lights on. It's yeah, <laughs> it's really it's weird. Really weird. And maybe oh, maybe there are ghosts. Oh, like uh, The Shining. Yeah, maybe it's The Shining. Oh. Maybe you don't know. I about don't that. know. Maybe that square dance caller guy was like, "You've always been here." Uh, uh, what's this? I keep forgetting. Scott James. Scott James. Scott James. I was like, man, you've always been here, Scott James. 
He's like, no, nah, I have business in the back with a goofy man in a cowboy hat and a racist man in a suit. Oh, I thought you were going to say maybe all these people were ninja ghosts. Ooh, ninja ghosts. Better movie. Yeah. Square Dancing Ninja Ghosts has A, never ghosts. been done, and B, take my money. Really? <laughs> Square Dancing Ninja, ninja <laughs> Ghosts? Yeah. Really? I'll write it. Okay. Oh, great. I feel like that's right. an even less appealing uh, Aliens versus Cowboys. Where hey, man. Abraham you get Lincoln some people... Vampire Hunter. Was, is that... Is, I mean, is that something that's still... Got traction? I mean, no, I think, mash, I think mashup things are kind of on the way out like that. Like, obvious mashup things where the, the mashup is in the title. Yeah. People now want subtler mashups of genres and things. Like, like Shape of Water. Oh, my gosh. That was a beautiful movie. We right, but I mean, like, that. that crosses many, many genres. So, I mean, I'm not going to call it Square Dancing Ninja Ghosts, but that'll be the they thing. Should. I can give it a dumb name. You know, like The Conjuring. That's just a generic name that can apply no, to anything kind of spooky. Let's Square Dancing Ninja Ghosts, and I'll buy a ticket to it. Dude, ticket sold. Call it the Quatragon. <laughs> no, I, honestly, okay, so how expensive do you think it is to just buy the rights to the Octagon, and I'll remake this movie right? $88. Oh, I hope it's $88! Oh! Oh, I have that too. I can give them eighty-eight dollars. I definitely, I can definitely afford it. He doesn't even have to sell any T-shirts to afford eighty-eight dollars. No, no. But if you want to buy a T-shirt, please go to email address to be determined com backslash Bobo Ninja Dojo. Purchase a T-shirt which does not exist of a design that I will definitely make. Bobo Ninja Dojo. Bobo Ninja Dojo. Bobo Ninja Dojo. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Hey Watch, Great Watch. I'm Hunter Bush.